and welcome to the room show i have ct news junkie here how you doing i'm good how are you doing good i appreciate you for coming on the podcast no problem so for the uh, people on my platform that don't know can you tell them about your brand a little bit what you do yeah so ct news junkie was the first online only news outlet to start covering the state capital and state politics and um you know, races uh, across the state. And um, and here we are 17 years later, still doing it. Wow. So you've been doing it for 17 years? Yeah. Wow. Legend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Legend, legacy are just crazy. <laughs> right. So is it just you running the program or you have a team? No, I, I definitely have a team. Wouldn't be able to do it without my without my team. Um, so we, um, you know, we work out of the the state capitol, and um, we try not to be sheep. We try to cover things that other people aren't covering that are interesting to a large amount of Connecticut residents. Because I believe that state policy impacts Connecticut taxpayers more so than federal policy. That's super cool. It must be a lot of work doing that too. Uh, it is a lot of work. <laughs> it is a lot of work, but it's a it's a labor of love. It's it's about building relationships and um, finding finding connections and um, you know getting to know people and and why people do the things they do. Right. So it's just about being curious and wondering what's going on. Right. Um, what's what's a few things that you haven't done yet? with CT's News Junkie that you want to do? A few things that I haven't done yet with CT News Junkie. Sorry, I'm just going to mute my other computer here. Um, I I would like to get into the the video space, you know, so we haven't done that yet. We haven't done the, the video audio space by, um, you know, telling stories uh, in different ways. So I think telling stories with audio and video is a really interesting way and might be able to broaden the audience. Um, but it's it's difficult because it's a niche, right? It, it's a niche. Not everybody's interested in the meat and potatoes of of state policy, but uh, they should be. Right. Um, what's a few things um, or advice you could give to somebody who wants to start like their own CT news junkie or something like that? Um, I would just say, um, you know, for the most part, there was a mass exodus in around 2006, 2007, all the media outlets had pooled all the reporters from the Capitol and they had done more of a focus on municipal coverage and municipalities. So I think that um, there was um, a void in the marketplace. And so while there was a mass exodus and while there was the consolidation of, of media outlets in general, um, I saw an opportunity and I'm not sure if I had not gotten into it and bought the company in 2006, whether I would have been as successful as I am now. Um, so being first to market is, is a really important thing. Um, and then, you know, and then people um, come along and they, they try to do what you're doing after they see you, you've had some success at it. Good advice. Good advice. Um, when exactly did you start having people like come on your team? Like, how did you make that happen? So it wasn't for a while. So, I mean, it was just me from, um, it was started in 2005. I bought it in 2006. Um, and it was just me for a while, just showing up, 
and, and asking questions and covering events. And it wasn't until even 2009 that we started having columnists come on and, and offer their opinion because we wanted to make sure that we were established as um, a serious, objective, not biased news product. Um, and so that was that was really important to establish before we brought in the opinion writers. And so um, that's that's what we did. And then it wasn't until 2011 um, that you know we had we figured out that we needed a business manager to manage the back end of the site and manage you know the advertising revenue and the subscription revenue. Um, and all of those those business components of the site. And so that happened in 2011. Um, and then, you know, started started taking on interns and suddenly the interns then became, you know, the, the full time, um, you know, reporters. And then we just kind of built up a base of pretty steady um, columnists that we've had for a really long time and, you know, gave them a voice. Super cool, super cool. You know, um, is this your full-time thing or you work for a news station as well? I work for um, American Business Media. So this is um, this is also another another added added revenue stream in my life. So um, it's um, it's really kind of like a labor of love um, covering the, the state capital every day and, and just totally being blessed to have access to to the people that I have, I have access to. Yeah, super, it's a super blessing to have people in your corner. It definitely is, it definitely is. And so, and really knowing, knowing the subject matter and becoming the authoritative voice, um, like, you know, if I hadn't covered, you know, the, the beginning of the Affordable Care Act, or, you know, if I hadn't been at that first Tea Party event, um, back in the day and really understood what was going on there, um, I wouldn't have been as well versed in the subject matter as I am now. Well, you know, um, the type of lifestyle that you live, um, it gets very, very hectic and busy. And I'm like a family, like yourself, how do you balance like with life, yourself, stuff like that? How do you balance everything? Um, I, I just, you just kind of do it. I don't know. Um, I'm a mom of an eight year old, so it's just, it's constant. It's, it's go, 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 um, balancing life. Um, running a small business means making some sacrifices. Like you can never be off. Like, so you can never, like you can never leave it behind. So even when you go on vacation, you're not really on vacation the full time that you're on vacation because you have to tend to making sure that everything is posted appropriately, assigned appropriately, you know, what's going on with the content. Um, there's very few times I think that we've gone dark to kind of, um, to totally disconnect, but there is no total disconnection, especially when you're a small business owner. Right, right, absolutely. Um, what's a few things you do like on an off day to make yourself get back on? Yeah, so on an off day to get back in 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 the game and get my head straight, um, I go to the gym or I you know go for a run, um, and that's pretty much that's pretty much every day. I mean, every day starts at four thirty, and that's it. You just take off from there. <laughs> four thirty a.m. That's early. Four thirty a.m. Yes, four thirty a.m. <laughs> What time, like, 
you go to bed? Um, probably 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, sometime in between then. After the, after the email is done. So, you know, the email newsletter has to get out. And so um, sometimes waiting for that gets extended. Very great. Um, how do you protect your energy from like bad energy? How do I protect my energy from bad energy? Um, I don't engage on social media. I, 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 you know, I, I use social media as my cir circulation department and I will, um, you know, I will fight back against unfair or, un, um, or comments that are, are, are mean comments, but, uh, I'm not scrolling social media on a regular basis. I'm, you know, I'll, I'll be honest and say that most of my, most of my news stories don't come from social media. Like when social media first came out and like, you know, it was really, you know, beginning to influence in like 2009, 2010, you know, everyone's like, go to social media to find your stories. Your stories are going to be on social media. No, no stories are in person. Those stories are uh, real different too. In person. Yeah. No, I mean, as stories are in person. I mean, like some stuff, you know, some news can happen on social media, but um, it's really about making those connections and, and, you know, being able to make those phone calls. So like when the pandemic hit and nobody was allowed to do anything, um, it was, I had everybody's cell phone number. So at least I, I could, I could connect. Um, like, I'll be honest, like sometimes I don't even have people's email addresses, but I have their cell phone numbers. How important is self-care to you? Self-care is probably something I put in the back burner more than I should. But right, self-care is is important. It's important to be able to keep you going and to, you know, to be able to focus the the energy that you do have in in the right places. Right. Um, well, I know you gotta get going soon. Um, I don't wanna keep you up too long. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. Well, thank you so much. I enjoyed it. Absolutely. Have a good one. All right. Bye. All right. Bye.